Sure, hit the button. Got it. Derek, how do you feel about Black Friday? Huh? What's that? What, babe? No. Hold on, the wife's trying to talk to me. <laughs> That's true. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, Tony, try your icebreaker again. I'm sorry. I, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Derek, how do you feel about Black Friday? I love a good deal, Tony. I love spending less money on things that I would like to pay uh, for already. However, I hate any and all customers forever. They can all go die in a motherfucking fire. So correct me if I'm wrong, but this this is probably going to be the first year that you and I, neither one of us have worked a Black Friday, right? Um, I think I might have skated out of a Black Friday before when I worked at the grocery store, but obviously a grocery store Black Friday yeah, is not different, right? It's not an electronic store Black Friday. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be the first time it, in probably seven years for me. It's a long time. Yeah. It's way different, man. What do you, I tell what do you, you what? You, what do you remember about the Best Buy Black Fridays? Oh, I mean, old school days, right? So my first Black Friday made a big impression on me. That was when we we weren't open on Thanksgiving yet. I think we opened right. at midnight Black Friday or like 2 a.m. Uh, on Friday itself. This is back um, when motherfuckers used to like for sure camp out. <laughs> well, people people camped out, but people also spent time with their fucking families on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm true, saying? True that. Um, but my first Black Friday, I remember I was, I was working at the front lanes. Mm-hmm. I was cashing motherfuckers out. At the old sixteen, yeah, old yeah, sixteen, yeah. and uh, pre Whole Foods I, I just, they call that pre yeah pre Whole Foods sixteen, and uh, and and I'm sitting there uh, doing the cash register thing, and you know we got the line queue going, so people are fucking waiting a long time, right? And this dude walks up with like some video game or a movie and just fucking wings it at me, okay, like, just chucks it at me on his way up to me. Yeah, I was just like, I feel whoa. And he was super pissed about having to wait in the line, and he didn't understand. Like he was oh, one of those guys guy, that were man. just like, "Hey, I'm out on a Friday trying to buy something, not a Black Friday shopper," and was real irritated. And I refused to help him. And so I believe it was Garrett had to come over and remove the guy and tell him to get out of the building because yeah. he like fucking chucked that game <laughs> and hit me. And I'm like, "Nope, this isn't happening." That's just the worst when when you're working on Black Friday, especially if you're in like the the leadership role. And people want to like fucking return products or like, hey, I just stopped in. I wanted to just, you know, buy a TV and have it installed and, you know, get the full uh, the full one on one treatment, you know, like, fuck that shit. Your your day to day customers are in the building. Yeah, exactly. That was like the first. What's that? Remember Cathead? Oh, yeah. Cathead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cathead. That was way. He was drop, way later in the he years, drops though. he drops in on on day after Thanksgiving and wants you know like full studio demo and shit like that. That that's just not gonna happen. No, no, I tell that motherfucker to get gone. That was uh like that was my first Black Friday experience. Um, I remember a couple of Black Fridays where I was just at the MCS desk or MCSA desk and I was just doing a lot of uh, in store pickups and answering phone calls and telling people. Yeah, there's deals. You got to get the fuck in here, and I can't tell you what we have. You know, a lot of that. Um, oh, I remember man. doing. A I remember lot. when they just turned the phone off. Yeah, yeah. Doing a lot of line cues. Yep. Um, but for me, being on the customer ship, you know, I I worked I worked on the front end of a lot of it. You know, planning planning line cues and where everything was going to flow. I'm more of a back end and guy doing, myself, but. Yeah, doing doing a lot of protection plan pitching and all that stuff. Where you were in the, in the back in the in the shit. You know, so your days were, especially later in our leadership days, 
your life was consumed by Black Friday, where for me, it was never Black Friday. That was the biggest deal in the world for me. Yeah. What day was it for me? Day after Black Friday. Day after, day after, no, day after Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of returns on day after Christmas. You had to staff that thing way heavy, have the people properly in there to get them in and out for their product and all that shit. So day after Christmas ended up being worse because everyone's happy usually when they're buying shit, right? You got a lot of unhappy motherfuckers and they're waiting in line to return something they already don't want. It's it's kind of it's kind of addicting though, right? Like Black Friday, people bitch about it, and yeah, it's worse now than ever because you do have to work on Thanksgiving, and then like you got a quick turnaround, you got to come back on Friday, you got to work, you know, twelve or fifteen hours, blah blah blah. But the energy's like crazy exciting, you know. Yeah, the, the I, entire I staff is there. It is intoxicating doing some of that stuff because, you know, you, you're just all there for the spirit of it. And the people that come in, like, they, you do get a lot of good customers in there that are like, look, man, I'm ha- thank you for being here. Thanks right. for being open. Yeah, that's We're really true. appreciative. Like, and, and you really get a lot of great customer feedback and a good, a good customer rapport for some of those people that are coming in yep. on those days. You know, it's unfortunate, though, because, again, let me let me clue you in on something uh, as if you didn't already know masses that listen to our uh, DTS podcast. Um, there's a lot of scummy motherfuckers that show up for some deals on Black Friday that yeah. do not normally shop. Resellers are a big one. Yeah. Yep. So you got a lot of those motherfuckers that come out that are just skeevy, you know, deal stealing motherfuckers that aren't really in it for anything other than how to make them a quick buck. Yeah. Um, which I'm all about hustling, but just the way that those people act is is not not conducive to what I'm looking for. But there is something about the energy working a Black Friday at a Best Buy of that I've never experienced uh, anywhere else. What do you uh, What do you remember, if if ever, uh, something that you actually like took time to stand outside in line for or something? Uh, I when the Wii came out, okay. I was all about the Wii. Um, I remember trying to get one. Do you remember how <laughs> long it took before anybody had those motherfuckers? Like, yeah, like almost it took a, a year. While. Yeah. Well, yeah. Until it was continuously stocked without having to have a problem. Yeah. So I, I got my Wii fairly quickly, but I remember going to a couple of WalMarts and then finally landed one. I, I had heard. I don't even remember where I heard it from, but somebody's like, "Hey, Target on Mill Civic, they're getting Wii's. Uh, they're getting it this day. Be in line." So I think right. I was with the coconut. And the coconut and I went and waited outside in line at this Target to get a Wii. And sure as shit, we fucking got ourselves a Wii, boy. And it was, yeah, there was like 15 to 20 people there. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, they got like, they had a pallet of Wiis. So it wasn't like, cool. it, it It was really cool. But, like, that's probably, aside from movies, I've waited outside for a lot of movies. Um, but as far as, like, f- like physical goods, uh, the the Wii is probably the thing that I can remember. You know, concert tickets I've waited outside for, um, movies I've waited outside for, but never, like, a fucking 75-inch TV for $250. <laughs> I, I'll always remember the Wii and the, the PS3. So, like, I started at Best Buy in September of 06, and... Uh, November of 06 is when the PS3 and the Wii both came out. And I remember how pissed people were at the PS3's price point. Like oh, yeah. 600 bucks or something like that. 500. 500, yeah. And then I remember with the Wii, 
they were nowhere, man. And the next Black Friday, they were a doorbuster a year later. So, but the doorbuster they had wasn't even anything crazy. It was just mostly accessories that they threw in to the bundle to keep that thing rolling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I started Best Buy ten ten oh eight, so I was a little behind that. Um, I was there for you know a lot of midnight releases. I guess I might have stood in line for some midnight releases. Uh, but nothing crazy. Uh, are you, you know, remember, are you going out on Black Friday? No, I haven't gone out on a Black Friday, dude, since I quit Best Buy. Yeah, um, it really I, takes I, it out of you. Well, I just, I, f- I felt that first year, not to get all like Best Buy sappy, but that first year that they said, hey, we're going to open Chris, uh, or Thanksgiving Day at 4 p.m. I was like, oh, yeah, you're fucking kidding me, right? And here I am a leader, not supposed to say that. You know, I'm just supposed to, yep, okay, got it. And I'm like, you want me to be here two hours prior to set up That's true. for a four o'clock open, yeah. you know, like. I just, or stay till I, midnight the Wednesday before. Well, and I was working, I would work, I worked two to 12, left, and I was back at seven. So, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? There's not, and when I was, and I was living in Newton, I think, at the time. And so here I am driving back and forth. Right. It's just, it was asinine. Asinine. And they so I just, a lot, I try I mean. not. I try not to support the people that are out there. Black Friday is a little different. I can understand being open on a Friday, but I definitely don't go out on Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know that we've, the last time we went out shopping on a Black Friday, three or four years ago, and I think it was to Walmart here in town, huh. and that was about it. You know, I, I am a sucker for a, a Black Friday newspaper, though. I love buying the newspaper on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, I like that. Um, the only thing that really gets me going for Black Friday anymore, because, like, as an employee at Best Buy for so long, like I got a great TV on a on an accommodation. I got my theater equipment, blah blah blah. Um, like cheap ass movies, cheap games. I'll, I'll load up on fifteen or twenty movies that I'll probably yeah. never watch. Um, sure. You know the other thing is just like I don't. I remember back in like '08, maybe I stood outside of Best Buy that I worked at. Uh, to get a ticket for like an HP laptop that was like 250 bucks. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. And you look back and you're like, eh, not worth it. You know, like practically right. getting frostbitten. Um, for all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it takes it out of you. I like going shopping on Black Friday, like just meandering around the mall or something and like, hey, something catches my eye. Like, you know, maybe I'll so pick it up. Here- Here's what I got last year on Black Friday. I, I've got the orders here for you. I picked up no uh, a, a year. I, I pulled up a year. I bought a year PlayStation Plus because for forty dollars, that's always a good deal. It's, you know, it's forty you bucks on sale bucks. right now. Is it forty bucks right now? Yeah. So I'll have to get another year of that because that's just what I do every year. I picked up Onrush because it was twenty at the time. Gross. Um, and Onrush is a great game. It just so happens that you know, unfortunately, it then became uh, free on PlayStation Plus. I picked up. Uh, uh, let's see, Hitman. Oh, no, it's, it's Tony Walzer right there. Huh. How, how did I get this? Did I have to pick this up for you? Is that what happened? I don't remember how that all happened. I don't know what, but I have a Tony Walzer order for Hitman 2 on Xbox One. Did you Do you own that still? Uh, Yeah, as a matter of fact. I, I don't know why I have this in my And Good news, Tony, your game's on the way. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's, <laughs> that's, a, really that's a good game. So That's it. Uh, let's see. Onrush. Yeah, I, that might have been everything that I got. Um, I'm trying to find out. Uh, yeah, that that's everything I bought. I, I might have bought a, um, 
controller last year. I feel like I bought a new controller last year because they're always forty bucks. Yep, um, same this year too but, for PS4 controllers. Yeah, and and who you always need more uh, more controllers. Those mm. things break fairly easily. You know, go, get you know get worn down. Um, so always like buying a buying a new controller every year. They got a couple new game or a t- couple new um, colors out this year. Yeah, so. that that like light purple. That shit's fire. That purple is pretty hot. I'm all yeah. about that purple. I don't know that I'm gonna spend forty bones on it because like I have a couple extra controllers just sitting around anyway. I got um, that green and white Zelda looking one. I've got my God of War one that I don't want to use a whole lot of, and then I've got my blue one. Okay, so there you anyway. go. Uh, th- those are our Black Friday experiences. A lot of food. I mean, that was always great is if you pulled the late shift on that Black Friday where it just died off, there was always like 15 or 20 extra pizzas just uh, sitting around. I'm trying to think of the best food we got on Black Friday, honestly. Uh, the last few years that I was in the leadership at, at the uh, West Des Moines store, a couple of them you were there, um, we did like Fazoli's, we did uh, uh, walking tacos, Fazoli's um, was always bad. Walking tacos were okay. Didn't we get bandana barbecue in at one point? Didn't they do one of ours? Yeah, somebody that, spl- that, splewed their load over it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Derek Vance. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like, dude, bandanas would be pretty good. And I'm we, pretty sure we spent like upwards of $1,000 on catering. for. We we did that. Buffalo Wild Wings one year. That um, I was not there for, I don't think. Yeah, that was actually not that expensive. But it's it's typically like you got you to gotta, that actual black friday day it's, it's like, a lot of candy that gets handed oh yeah out. sugar rush and pizza fanny fanny packs full of candy and mints as, as the last year i was there yeah i i really enjoyed the last few years of black friday when i was in uh, pacific sales like just selling like in the appliance department because appliances on black friday is like not really a thing so no. And, you know, if you never worked in retail on a Black Friday, at least at a big store, you get zoned out. Like, you're supposed to just stand in a fucking spot and Don't point, point your finger. Move. Like, yep. yep, go here. Here's this line. Here's that line. This product's over there. Not Tony Welchel. You know, of course as not. soon as the shit not. starts to go down, he just melds off to wherever he wants to go, man. Yeah. Yep. I must have had me about, you know, Black Friday, they're really stringent about when you can eat and when you can take your break. Like, you get a 10-minute break, you get a small lunch, and you get another 10-minute break. I must have had me about eight or nine breaks uh, last year for sure. Well, yeah, last year I could see that. But the years that I was running the running the show and trying to make sure line cues look good, hitting that G, G, GSP pretty hard, doing returns, MCSA, I don't know that I broke a lot. I might have eaten, and that was probably about it. And I was right back to the floor. It goes fast, and it does go hella fast. Yep, especially if, if Cal- you're cashiering because it like never yeah. stops. I mean, that line is that line's continuous there from midnight through damn yep. near six or seven o'clock at night. So absolutely, my my favorite part was just counting down the drawers at the end of the night and just seeing fucking fat stacks. God, of cash. That doesn't really happen anymore. Well, I'm just saying. I think our I think our deposit lat. Well, I'm not even gonna say it. It, yeah, it was not like, nearly as much. It was not fat stacks like I'll, it used to be. I'll just say that back in like circa 0708, you know, like when uh, down at the south side, and it's like me, Nikki Mowry, remember Gina Bettis, uh-huh. uh, Tyler Soden, Nally. Yep. yep. Uh, we cl- we cleared like hundred twenty thousand dollars. Oh, easy uh, one one night. So. Yep. Um, anyway, it's weird seeing a giant brick full of money. That's $150,000. Yeah, exactly. And well, look, right. I guess this shitty safe from the seventies is good enough. 
<laughs> I guess this thing that I know the code for, and I'm just some asshole. I guess this that's thing that I'm fine. pretty sure you don't have to have a key to really even get into if you shake it hard enough. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so pretty sure if I knocked on this, like the fawns, the door would fall off. <laughs> exactly. But fast forward to uh, Black Friday this year. Um, we're in the age where you get Black Friday deals like immediately, like. November yeah. comes around, they're just out, and you can shop a lot of them right away. Um, in July, they're talking black. You know what I'm talking about? Like Black Friday, at this point, isn't a thing. It's a it's a month. It's a characterization. Yeah, it's a characterization of a sale. It's yeah. not really. Well, there's a Black Friday in July. There's you right. know, now you got Cyber Monday. All this different shit. But, like there's Black Friday, Black Tuesday, Cyber Monday. Yeah, all of it. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, anything that's caught your eye that's coming out yeah. this year? I mean, for, for Black Friday, for me, I, I'm never one to really go out and buy, like, doorbusters or cheap TVs and shit like that because I, I know I know what those TVs are, right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm not One-off SKUs to, made for Black Friday. I'm just not running to the door to grab something that I know I'm going to replace in a it, year. It shocks you know? me, though, every year, even working uh, at Best Buy, what the doorbusters are because they get more ridiculous every year. And I saw Best Buy's ad this year, 75-inch samsung 4k tv 700 dollars as a doorbuster 70 a deal 75 fucking inches man yeah jesus deal. christ i, mean, I, I want to get a new tv before we move into this new house or when we get to this new house yeah so, I mean, that's up my alley but i'm not gonna go sit outside for days to get a fucking 750 dollars 75 inch tv i'm just not right it's not what i'm about uh but for i mean Forever, forever for me. I mean, I've got games six feet from me right now yeah. that are sealed that I bought on a Black Friday when I worked at Best Buy that I've never played. True that. So video games have always been the thing for me on Black Friday. Um, so this year is no different. Oh, hold on. We have a, a, a question from the audience. Yes, Coconut. Can, no, can you repeat the games, question? The, the question was... Because they are wrapped in since the Best Buy era and you've never played them, are they getting thrown away before we move? Nah, they don't take up enough space to get they thrown away. They definitely don't take up enough space, and me throwing them away is no different than keeping hold of them. So they will stay with me forever, just like you will. True that. Life. True that. Uh, as far as this year goes, uh, I've got Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. That's a game that's kind of uh, like Donkey Kong 64 style. I don't know if you've looked a whole lot of this, Ralph, at all. <laughs> Don't call me Ralph just because he played it, okay? Don't call me Ralph just because he played it, okay? I fucking hate Mondays. I fucking hate Tuesdays. (laughs) I hate Wednesdays. (laughs) Thursdays are the only good day because I get to talk to you. I hate Fridays. Yeah. Uh, Sundays are okay. That's a deep cut, son. That's a deep cut. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I want to get ukulele in the impossible layer. Let me me just rephrase this really quick. Yeah. I want to get ukulele in the impossible layer because Ralph... One of my co-hosts on the Level Up Show podcast. Ding! Really that's your one. That game. That's my one. Uh, it, he really likes that. So that's 20 bucks on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I want to pick that up. Have you seen any gameplay of that, Tony? Yes. Um, and I'm intrigued. I like those uh, puzzle platformer type um, games. I was a big fan of Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, I like Donkey Kong 64. Like Those were a couple of the big games for me. So... Uh, you know, I'm interested, but being that it's a cross-platform game, I'm sure it's going to be dirt cheap on Xbox one day, and I might pick it. Like, I think I bought Ukulele for, like, $7. I, I don't want to play the the original one, but this one seems pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, Nino Cooney, which came out on the PS3. I always love that art style. Um, it's That's the a Dragon Ball Z game. guy. Dope um, game. And I've never played the first one. Didn't care about the second one because it didn't have the same characters, like long cutscene and art style as the first one. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be 25 on Black Friday. And then the big one that I'm, I'm definitely holding out for and I'm glad is going to be at least somewhat cheaper is uh, Modern Warfare for uh, two thirds of the price. It's going to be 40 bucks instead of 60. So uh, I'll be picking that up on uh, on Black Friday. Uh, Okay. I would encourage you on Nino Kuni. Uh, Studio Ghibli is like the real deal, um, yeah. and I played that game on PS3 when it came out. I think I probably put a little over a hundred hours in. Um, it was one of the first like really satisfying JRPGs in a long time for me. And twenty five bucks is so cheap for that kind of shit. Well, yeah, it's remastered 4K. Like it's right. It's a dope it game. Just looks gorgeous. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it looks like you're watching a anime movie. Um, I have on here Borderlands three thirty five bucks. That's a good deal. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three is fifteen bucks. Um, and then something that I thought was actually a, one of the better deals I've seen in a long time: PS four Slim, so not a pro. Uh, yeah, what one terabyte? One terabyte PS four plus God of War plus Horizon uh, Zero Dawn uh, Complete Edition plus Last of Us Remastered two hundred bucks. It's a hot deal. You can't even get a PS4 Slim for 200 bucks right now, let alone no, three banging games. That's a that's an awesome deal. Yeah, I don't need one, but like that's the kind of thing that I'm just like, uh, maybe. Like, well, when maybe, you're talking about maybe Last I need 10 one bucks, for my bathroom. Or the, all three of those games are 30 bucks. The controllers 40 bucks, so there's 70 bucks right there. So really, yeah, you're buying a PS4 one terabyte for 130. Like, hey man, you got a that's a you got a 1080p TV. Like maybe you need one however, for your bedroom. However, there's a there's the Xbox One S bundle for two hundred bucks too, and you know Game Game Pass. You heard of Game Pass? Game, y'all game got Pass game for pass. a year. Y'all got y'all got a Game Pass. <laughs> Suck your dick for a Game Pass. No shit. Um. Yeah, you need to buy an Xbox. Like I think you just need yeah, to do it. Definitely not gonna buy an Xbox this year. I'm I'm a year away from a new one. I just I I just gotta wait. I I just can't. I, if I bought an Xbox, you realize how many games that adds to my. My my backlog. I know, yeah. That's true. I just can't. I just can't. Uh all right. Let's move on. What do you say? Uh yeah. I mean Black Friday's gonna be awesome. Yep. Target and uh, Target and Best Buy ads are out. If you haven't looked at them, Target and Best Buy ads are out now. Yep. Um They finally got smart uh, a few years ago and just started putting them out. Yep. So we'll have Walmart's I would assume within the next couple of days and then everyone else will kinda of follow suit. Kohl's has been out for a little while, which Kohl's is not really a whole lot, but sometimes they've got some good electronic deals because 'cause they're a hole in the wall. Right. Uh games GameStop's doing a sale this Friday. Yeah, GameStop's uh, just weird. I mean I'm I'm afraid to buy anything from GameStop that isn't it's like only specifically a game. Like I don't want to buy a console from them. I don't want to buy controllers from them. That's because they stick their dicks in all of it. Well, not only that, but motherfucker, they're going bankrupt. Like, oh yeah, they're shutting shit Way down. Bankrupt. Yep, so, for sure. Um, let's let's do the that's, lightning round. That, that's your Black Friday update. Yeah, we'll do this early lightning round. Yeah, yeah, throw it in here early. Uh, all right, lightning round. For those that don't know, uh, it's exactly what you think it is. We're gonna talk about a few things that don't have a lot of context, but that are headlines nonetheless. So. Uh, first one up here. Millions of users get text messages from Valentine's Day. Did you hear about this? No. So apparently millions of users across all different platforms, uh, carriers, cell phones, uh, operating systems, all of a sudden 
get a whole bunch of texts today from February 14th. That's weird. I was not one because nobody I loves me. I also was not one. Uh, nobody loves us, man. That's um, but people were just like blowing it up on Twitter and it was trending and it was on national news. So that, that's pretty funny. Like, I don't Why does that even happen? Who knows? Um, and why is it only from Valentine's Day? That's really awkward. It is really weird. Um, next one. T-Mobile is out here making tons of claims that if they merge with Sprint, they're going to be doing things like providing free Internet for 10 million homes across the country and free 5G LTE for all first responders for 10 years. Wow. Um, first responders, that's a big fucking group. That's police, EMTs, firefighters, yep. ambulance drivers, like everything. First yeah. responder. Um, where does that money come from, you think? I th- I think the idea that T-Mobile, being who they are and are, are, pr- are a pretty reliable network, being able to merge with Sprint, the amount of money that they'd save by just utilizing sprints towers fully and not having to pay any kind of fee to utilize that and have their own bandwidth or whatever it is that the back end stuff does. Yeah. I think they could afford it in the long run. I would, if I had to guess, but I mean, first responders, you're talking, I mean, what? I hundred million people. Oh no, that's one third of America. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, million people. How many first responders are there in the u.s let's see real quick 10, 10 million 12 million 15 uh government estimates eight hundred ninety-one thousand first responders that is not enough of those people um yeah. but i re- i love each and every one of them for doing what they do but man that's way lower than i thought it was gonna be that's like one for every 35 american or 350 <laughs> americans roughly um i don't know that seems all right i guess <sighs> Uh, next, uh, line of business here, uh, that I, that I heard today at work, we have a massive surplus of pork bellies and yet that shit's still expensive. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. Apparently across the country, there is 40 million pounds of pork bellies just sitting in warehouses, refrigerated warehouses. I went um, to Fairway today and looked at pork bellies because you saw, you posted this. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I went to Fairway thinking that maybe, hey, 99 cents pork bellies or $1.99. Nope, still two ninety nine. So the motherfuckers are still like 15 or 20 bucks. And I was just like, I just, it's just too much if they've got a surplus. Well, pork is, uh, pork's cheap too. Uh, oh, it's for the most cheap. part compared to a lot of but other. Be- pork belly is not cheap though. Pork belly is one of the, the biggest, um, I don't know what you would say. Like, it's an American thing. You know, like so much of our export for pigs goes to like China buys our carcasses whole. Um, I would think pork belly would be a little bit more of a Hispanic thing, wouldn't it? They use that. You do a lot of it with car, with the carnitas, carnitas, I think. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and they do a little. They do a lot of pork belly tacos. And I was going to try to just make a little pork belly taco or some shredded pork belly nachos or right. cut it into bacon. Um, yep. I mean, bacon's you know. an American thing. I don't know if you if you know that. You're right. No, I, I know uh, that part, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of... I figure a lot of pork belly was used in uh, Hispanic culture. Yeah, but, I mean, 40 million pounds. Uh, it, that that sounds like a lot, but comparative to, like, the entire pig industry, it, it's nothing. I mean, we process billions of pounds of pig per day. So, um, that's the end of the lightning round. You want to take this next uh, one? That's a short lightning round. I know there wasn't, but dude, I mean, you you do another podcast. There's a there's it's a dead week. Slow, it's a slow news. It's gonna be a slow news couple of months. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Um, this is something you wanted to talk about over the weekend, which I'm glad we didn't because we had nothing else to talk about anyway. Yeah, true. Um, BlizzCon happened over this last weekend. Uh, that, of course, being where Blizzard came out and talked about all their new uh, uh, IPs or updates to the uh, games they're already making. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also they also led with them trying to apologize for all that uh, all that bullshit that went down with that streamer. Yeah, and we talked last time about like, are they going to do that? Um, a, and we were we were ago, like yeah. no <laughs> we're like no they better not you know um but i i applaud them like i i am one that thinks that you just got to get out ahead of that they tried but they didn't do anything you know they still made an attempt though did I they mean, what did they attempt to do by saying something that isn't attempting anything it's just it's just acknowledgement right it's just so that they know or the people out there know that like they they understand Royally that some shit went up. down. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a concession of sorts. I just don't know that I respect it, honestly. Well, I mean, it's like making the best of a bad situation, dude. Like, it's just... But there's no making the best of it. Like, saying, hey, we fucked up and we did this to change it or this to fix it, X, Y, or Z, is is better than going, yep, uh, we definitely did something kind of fucked up and did shit pretty fast. Yeah, but what uh, would but you be saying? If, right. What would you be saying if they didn't say anything? The same fucking thing. Yeah, see, you can't win. Well, that's just the that's the position they put themselves in. Yeah, I think they made like the best, you know, like just humanitarian decision. Um, and you know what they they also didn't hide behind some of the other bullshit because like the the truth of the matter is like somebody high up or a couple people high up just like pulled the trigger on that real quick without consulting a lot of people um and we talked about how even staff within their own company were disputing the stance on it so it's like it was a gut check reaction by some probably old white dude up in corporate but um you know that's kind of where you're at so right uh, along with BlizzCon, though yeah they announced a new wow expansion called shadowlands i believe that's what it was shadowlands is the new wow expansion um yeah it's interesting because, uh, you know, like I still kind of follow WoW, even though I don't really play it. I haven't played it in a sure. couple of years, but I know that, you know, they had the uh, expansion with Illidan. Um, I can't even, battle, not battle for Azeroth. For Azeroth? No, that's the that's the one before that. Um, I can't think of what it's called, but, you know, this Illidan. Is Pandaria? No, 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 after that. Uh, Illidan oh. comes back. There's a Demon Hunter class. Um, Legion or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. Um, Dark Legion or something. But yeah, so like that was like, okay, mixed reactions. Battle for Azeroth was touted as like this huge back to basics. Wow. Horde versus Alliance. Pick your side. Do battle. And that was regarded as the worst expansion that they've had. So yeah, Le- um, Legion was the one before Battle for Azeroth. Legion. There you go. Yep. And so it's been a rough few years for for Blizzard and, and the World of Warcraft team. But this Shadowlands one seems pretty fucking badass. The premise is basically that you're going to have the option to go into like the Shadow Shadowlands realm where um, you're trying to defeat Sylvanas, who has become, you know, like a major bitch. So uh, it's not going to bring me back. And what I hate about WoW um, is the... It's a completely different game every every year. Like 
they they come up with new talents they take away old things they bring back uh they take away new stuff bring back old stuff um so like quite literally if you play wow every year you have to learn how to play your characters again and i don't like that right the the thing with me is when i played wow it was the first three expansions first yeah Wrath of Lich King was the last one that I played. Yeah. So you're talking WoW launched in what, 05, 06? 04. November of 2004. Something like that? Pretty close. November of 2004. Tony? I don't know why you can't hear me. November of 2004. Oh, boy. Something happened. Ugh. Okay, where were we even at? So we were talking about World of Warcraft before. Hey, we're back. Technical difficulties. DDoS attack at Derek Vance's house. Yeah, because you're an internet famous guy. For the Level Up Show podcast. Oh, we got two of them in. Holla. Mm, Shit. Yeah, it's only fair since, you know, I called you the wrong name. Um, So they announced this like the eighth WoW expansion. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I wonder if I can name them. So you got Vanilla, Burning Crusade, Lich King. That's where I stopped was Lich King. Okay. Um, I don't remember which one came first, but, um, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Uh, Mista Pandaria is five. Pandaria. Pandaria. Yep. Legion. There was Legion. Yep. Azeroth. And now this one, right? Now this one. Yep. Okay. So I stopped playing after they were doing yearly updates. So they, they did Vanilla. Like 2005, 2006, right? Yep, yep. Crusade was seven. Uh, Lich King was 2008, and that's where I hard out. Yeah. Then the next one wasn't until 10, and then it went 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, and now this one next year in 2020. So as they know that their numbers have been dwindling, they've kind of doled these out a little slower. I'm right. honestly surprised that we haven't gotten a World of Warcraft 2, but I think they know as well as we do. You're just never going to replicate it. Yeah, Warcraft World of Warcraft 2 has been a hot rumor forever and I just don't I mean, it's unnecessary. It, well, if anything you uh you have other examples in the MMO space that this just doesn't work, right. you know. So, uh I don't see why they would do it. Um and the formula works like goddamn, you know, it is an addicting game. And if they could somehow solve a problem of like I come back to it after 5 years, and it doesn't feel stupidly overwhelming in some ways. Uh, it would be a lot more attractive. It's just like our time with Destiny. To. I mean, it really is. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, it's a situation of you have a, an ongoing living, breathing game for so many years, 14, 15 years. Um, I, I think actually November is the 15 year anniversary. It's got to be close. Yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure it's November of 04 at launch. So. Um. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I so much goddamn time on on World of Warcraft is just insane. Uh, within BlizzCon, they also announced uh, Diablo Four, which I know gave you a raging boner. Uh, yeah, you know it's back to like Diablo. Like Diablo Three was a really fucking good. Diablo game. Diablo Three was my first, but, my first, but also a very good game. Yeah, it was a really, really, really good game. It was completely different than. Um, 
you know, the prior Diablo franchises minus the top down, you know, randomly generated uh, environments. But um, this one's going back to like the Diablo two vibes of like, yo, there's some demonic shit happening. There's like some some demons, some devils. Um, the the cinematic trailer like nine minutes. It's it's fucking fire, dude. Well, and they're they're coming. They're they're gonna launch on PS4, Xbox, and PC apparently simultaneously. Correct. Um, they also Correct. announced what classes they were gonna be, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, we'll, well bar- I mean, pretty typical. Like, there's a barbarian. There's a a priest. Uh, or not a priest. A a, a wizard. Barbarian, class, and sorceress, and druid. Right, druid. Yep. Um, which. Those were the three original classes in on three, right? Yeah, in Diablo two. Oh, okay, um, and then later on, you had uh, the rogue came in uh, and paladin. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about WoW, but Diablo two, man, let me tell you something. I spent a lot of time, and probably my biggest disappointment out of BlizzCon was that uh, D two remastered did not get announced um that was a big rumor and i was really looking forward to immediately copping diablo 2 remastered on a console uh so i was real disappointed that that didn't happen for me it doesn't really bother me again not playing any other diablo games but uh i am excited about diablo Diablo 2 is probably one one of the best rpg games of all time yeah like yeah i would think that it's regarded as that as as well yeah for sure. And the last big thing they announced, and by big, I mean, I don't know why you're making this this way, but it is what it is. Uh, ESPN reported before it happened was Overwatch 2 is the thing. Um, yeah, and I'm actually interested. So, like, I, I liked Overwatch 1. Love but, love Overwatch. Uh, these, love, love regular these are, vanilla Overwatch. Yeah, these arena battlers are not my thing. We've we've documented this plenty on, on the podcast. Um, but this one's going to have a story mode. Uh, or, or at least PVE story, content. yeah. At least story missions. Yeah, which I'm about now. If this is a story missions like Battlefront Two, Star Wars, like probably not really gonna do it for me. Um, but if it's like story mission, story missions, then you know, then we got something to talk about. Right, right. I'm, I'm here when I mean, yeah. I think this is not your typical. You say arena battlers. This isn't even really an arena battler. I wouldn't call it that. You know, it's 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 different than that. It's just a sh- a hero. Yeah. It's a hero shooter. Um, and I'm yeah. I'm way into yeah, this. Yeah. I love the characters in Overwatch. I would love a story mode for some of them. You know, I, I was a McCree player when I started. I play Mercy a lot when I play the game now. However, they're not really doing a lot different with Overwatch 2 to make it different. You know, all your uh, uh, cosmetic stuff is going to go across both Roll of them. Your, your shared uh, servers, you know, it doesn't really feel like they're making a 2. It just feels like they're doing a few bigger upgrades that they feel is enough to warrant calling this Overwatch 2, even though they're not discerning it and separating it from the original. Well, so I, I kind of think that this is the future of online games, uh, or not not online games, everything's online, but... Um, this feels like... These... This feels like... Uh, uh, Fortnite chapter two, you know what I'm saying? Like this is like kind overwatch of, yeah. version two, you know, overwatch one I, I, version two. I think that's the future of games. Cause if you look at games in the similar vein, you know, like your destinies where it's like, there's a community and it's a living, breathing, changing game. Um, you know, like taking 
Destiny 1 and making Destiny 2 and like nothing transfers over. Your progress doesn't matter except for some bullshit cinematic thing at the beginning. Like I think this is the way that games <coughs> Excuse me, I think this is the way that gaming yeah, should go these are for these type games. of games. These are your live games. Yeah, the they should just come out with a new iteration and put a new number on it and yeah it's slightly better and maybe if you own the first game you but you pay 10 bucks i was gonna say what do you feel is competent for to buy this board you you think this is going to be worth 60 dollars i don't think that i'm the right person to ask because i didn't really like the first game i mean even even if if they gave it to me free i wouldn't play put yourself in a position that this is a game that you really liked and they're only doing moderate upgrades but yeah they're going to put on a whole new disc-based version of the game that you're already playing do you pay 60 dollars for that um, no, probably not. Okay. I mean, this to me is a $30 expansion. I I could see $30. I, I definitely don't see 60. You know, I just don't. It's mm-hmm. just not there. Not It's not there for me. So. It'll be interesting to find out because they, they did talk about how like things carry over. Yeah. All your cosmetics yep. and stuff carry over. It'll be interesting to find out like how much. Uh, is this like a destiny where it's like, I don't buy, buy the game that you're selling, but like, I can still compete and get some of these weapons. Like it's blizzard. Where's the line? It's blizzard. They're going to want your money. I kind of agree, but I I don't know if they're just going to like lock you out. You know, I Um, I would guess. Yes. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, Anything else? That's kind of it for, there was some hearthstone stuff that I don't really care about. So, um, new expansion, yeah. new cards, etc. There's a they're doing an auto chess battler for people that yeah, kill auto they chess. Are. So yeah. Um, as far as that goes, we can move on to our other bit of gaming news, which is Death Stranding launches tomorrow. Yeah. We had uh, reviews of that come out last week um, on Friday, uh, and I I don't know. We'll get into this the reviews a little bit, but Tony, do you want to play this game? no okay me either (laughs) i'm glad Um, we're on the same page i was kind of thinking that it would be pretty good and now i'm not on that business i mean do you want to play uh, a delivery game i I, yeah i just can't believe that that's what it is it is like i i watched some of the reviews like the ign review and the GameSpot review and the the reviews are just all over the the place let's let's just go through this real quick yeah. before we get too far so death stranding really hyped game kojima's first GameSpot. game away from konami no metal gear right. sony gave him a fuck ton of money this is the game that he's been wanting to make for x amount of years without having to make a metal gear game. So like you would think this is going to be the game i it's just disappointing man because like it it looked like it was going to be such fire it had that like that badass trailer where like Norman Reedus is just naked and shit. Um, there was a lot of weird so game, shit that made you go, I think I want to play this game. Oh yeah. Like this is new. Right. And then it comes out and it's like, you're just carrying like cargo on your back yep. and shit. From one like, spot to the other. It, yeah. So GameSpot gives it a nine out of 10. I, I kind of noticed that GameSpot's really sucking its dick. I don't know if there's like some sort of sponsor or branding deal, but like the entire front page of GameStop GameSpot uh, or GameSpot and like it's like Death Stranding review tips for Death Stranding. Here's what you need to do and like builds for Death Stranding. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And they by far gave it the best rating. Um, IGN gave it a 6.8. Giant Bomb gave it a 2 out of 5. They shit all. Alex shit yeah, all Alex over hated it. it. 
Uh, Metascore for it was 86. That's probably going to be different when it comes out tomorrow because that's like everybody that had it pre-release or whatever. Um, And then Game Radar gave it 3 out of 5. So pretty... All over the place. Pretty bad. Yeah, pretty pretty bad reviews for the most part, at least from the people I feel like I trust. I would say that this game is divisive. Um, And... It, it also is succeeding in the sense that it's getting people talking about it. It's doing exactly what you want from a brand new game, a brand new IP from a, a developer that you trust and, and being Kojima. So yep. as far as being a success, I think it already is. Um, I don't think that I want to play this game. It does not sound fun for me. Um, I have no desire to go out and spend my hard earned dollars on playing this game where I'm just taking shit from one spot to the other and all the, the mechanics layered on top of each other. Um, now, some people right. are. Some people are into the the very um, honed-in mechanics of doing 18 different systems with, within whatever, it, and I'm just not. So the game is, at minimum, divisive to what they're doing and is creating a conversation where um, sometimes you don't always get that. Yeah, you know, the thing is, too, like, we're in this weird era of video games in the last few years where these like just massive games with little direction have come out. Um, and I think of like no man's sky and dream games like this, where it's just like, I mean, here's our Zelda here's was our game. Zelda was, here's the game. Go do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, but Zelda had some structure and some progression. <sighs> no, it you know, did like, not have no fucking structure. You could go to the boss okay. of that game immediately. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right. You're right. Um, it just dropped you in. I think it was I think it was much more forgiving, but sure. Uh you know, but like games like this are coming out and they're just kind of stinkers. Like No yeah. Man's Sky is the best example I can think of. Like came out, had so much hype because it's like, oh, I can go anywhere in the galaxy. I can see all this different shit and, and like it, I make changes to a planet and it matters. And it bounced back um, after that shitty launch and the reviews. It did, yeah. But it took years to get there. It did. But the point is like I think developers were like, hey, gamers want this type of game. And then we get it and it's like, yeah, it's a little too much. Right. It's like it's like too much adulting. <laughs> you know, no, like, no, I'm with you. Uh, you know, like I, I don't mind being an adult, but I would kind of like some advice well, on like what to like, do and okay, I'm what a, should I cook for dinner? Yeah, I'm, I'm an adult now. I own this house, but wait, I got to pay taxes on it? Wait. I have to pay, yeah. you know, I got I to gotta put insurance on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much more going on behind the scenes. And you're like, I don't want any of that. True that, dog. You know? So, yeah. I don't know. Death Stranding, I was intrigued about until I read the reviews. And that doesn't sound like it's up my alley at all. No, that's going to be like, for for me, that's going to have to be like a really cheap. That's a next uh, year PSN Black Friday deal. Right there. Yeah, like, that's going to have to be a real real cheap PSN deal or maybe even like a PS plus game. I could, I could see it being that I can see it being PS um, plus. Yeah. Like a year from yeah. now. It's too bad because what it really does have going for it is goddamn. It's a really good looking game. Really like, pretty looking good acting or, you know, good. It's actors. not, it's not just mocap. It's like body cap. Oh yeah. Um, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know what, like what the budget was for it, but I mean, they had like big name talent on it. And obviously all the CG and all the years it took, like it had to have cost a fuckload of oh, money. Oh yeah. I, I would guess that that game cost at least 250 to $350 million to make. Oh, I don't know about all that. 
Let's look it up. There, it's, look it up not, there's no there's no budget yet. Death Stranding. There's rumors, but nothing concrete. Budget. Uh, the budget is around a hundred million dollars. That's, that's still that's, that's, that's rumors, still way more yeah. than I would have thought. Oh yeah, video games cost uh, a lot of money, man. Well, yeah. Well, I I just like am comparing it to like what is. Look at how much Horizon what's costs. Like some of, well, like what are some of the best games in the last couple of years, and like what were their budgets? Horizon, so God like, of War. Got so God of War was thirty five million dollars. So, Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> like sure, um, that's great, and it made it grossed over two hundred million dollars. Sure. So oh, Red geez. Red Dead, what a, what a world, Red Dead, yeah. You you There's don't want just, you don't want to know how much Red Dead cost. Oh, I bet it was a bunch. Yep. Um, it's just too bad, you know. It is just too bad. It is. Uh, aside from that, I don't know that I've got a whole lot else uh, to go on, but I did want to ask you a quick question, which is: we have okay. we got about six weeks, eight weeks left till game of the year discussions start happening for uh, us. Uh, kind of looking <laughs> at everything that we liked about this year in video gaming. As far yep. as that goes, what games are on your docket that you either own and haven't put enough time into, or what games do you want to get out there and buy as we approach Black Friday to be able to play before Black Friday, or I'm sorry, before Game of the Year happens? I is there I anything? Don't know that there's well, so like I I pre-ordered uh, Jedi Fallen Order, sure. So that'll come in a little over a week. Um, so I'll be I'll be getting right into that, but. Uh, kind of a weird year for games. Like, I don't know that anything. It's kind of a really, dud. It, yeah, I don't know that anything really stuck out. Like, Borderlands Three was great. I really uh, ended up enjoying Borderlands Three. Um, finishing Outer World. No, finishing Outer Worlds really made me go. Well, Borderlands is definitely not this good. Uh, yeah. So I do need to finish Outer Worlds. I plan on doing that. Um, you know, depending on what I got going on tomorrow, I'll probably do that tomorrow. Uh, I just landed on Byzantium, so I don't know how much longer that means if I do all these quests, but it can't be more than a few hours. I would, I would think. think maybe three to five. Yeah. So, but I have to go back and look at like what games I played. Cause I quickly forget like steam world two I played, but that doesn't like a, That's a not this, year. this year. So I'll just, can I read you uh, off my list really quick and see if any of it trips your trigger? Okay. Yep. Do so it. plague tale innocence. Uh, that's kind of like this year's hell Hellblade to me. It's a game that looks really good. And I've really liked to check out. Um, that's like 40 bucks normally. And it's the lowest I've seen. It's like 30 hoping to see it around 2025, um, Greedfall, which is uh, like a Witcher style game that came out and it's going to be 30 bucks on black Friday, uh, remnant from the ashes, which is that, uh, multiplayer game we talked about a little bit. Yeah. Um, after party, which is the game by the people that made, uh, oxen free, which I don't know if you ever played oxen free, but it was a really nice little indie game, um, and and After Party is their their next game, Metro Exodus, which you have downloaded or at least can have access to through uh, right. Game Pass. Yeah, my friend Pedro. That's a game that's be uh, was developed by or I'm sorry, published by Devolver, uh, which uh, just looked kind of right up my alley. SteamWorld Quest. That was their uh, Hand of Gilgamesh. That was their card style game. But I love all SteamWorld stuff. We talked about Impossible yep. Lair, the ukulele game, Astral Chain, which I don't think you ever finished. Oh, no, I did finish it. That was actually pretty good. Telling Lies, um, which was that Sam Barlow game that I have on my phone that I haven't checked out yet. I okay. contemplated looking at Zelda. Um, I just don't 
I mean, I'm not a Zelda guy, so I don't know that it really makes a lot of sense for me to do it. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, Outer Wilds, which you have access to on uh, on Game Pass. Baba is yep. You, which is a puzzle game that I wanted to check out. Days Gone. I So, the only thing that you said that really sparked in your memory was Astral Chain. That, that I was hooked on pretty hard, and that's a real, that was a good story. Um, it just was... I wish it was a longer game. I know sure. it was only supposed to be like 14 hours, and I put like 30 into it, but um, it had such a huge cliffhanger. Um, I I mean, I probably would have to go back and look through our, our show notes to remember some of the things I played. I, I know that these Apple Arcade games are like, they're getting to me. Sure. Um, Cardpocalypse is really good. Cards Cards of Darkness or Cards Against Darkness or whatever that's called. Uh, Grindstone, like... Cat's Quest 2, I'm telling you, we'll get to that. Uh, those are probably some of the the more entertaining games that I played. Right on. But Destiny 2, I would say, too. Like, I played quite a bit of that. Yeah, but I'm talking to just, just games that came out this year, though. Just releases this year. I I think right now maybe it's recency bias, but it's, it's probably Borderlands 3. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, I, those are the games that, that was all of my list right there that I gave you for games that I want to play or, or fuck around with before the end of the year. You know, um, that's right. That's part a couple games I own and then a bunch that I don't. I got a list going for Black Friday deals and uh, hopefully we'll see some pretty hot digital deals as well. But we'll see. Um, what have you been watching and playing? Um, I haven't got to watch a goddamn thing. Um, we uh we've been prepping a lot for uh, becoming homos. Um, we right. spent five hours in the two kids' room the other night. I was last Saturday and Sunday, cleaned out the garage, and I think all told there was probably twenty boxes and bags of stuff that went to Goodwill. Uh, to get donated. The coconut wife went through the kitchen, got rid of some dishes and some appliances that we weren't using to get rid of. Um, so where the cleaning part of the house is almost there, then becomes packing up what we don't need, having that stage in the garage. Um, that way right. we are set up, ready to go. So I haven't really watched that much of anything. Um, I missed AEW last night. I did see a little bit of NXT, watch some of Raw. You know, the, the wrestling stuff still right. happens, but nothing out of the ordinary. I haven't got a chance to go back and watch any more of that Paul Rudd show that I wanted to or anything like that. Um, yeah. What? Anything specific you've been playing? I know probably just, just Luigi's Mansion. Well, no, yeah. So my uh, Outer Worlds has been the thing that I played the most. I Here's my Luigi's Mansion story is I okay. put, it into, put it into the Switch. Brought the switch downstairs to me the other night. Turn it on. Fell asleep. Press press start. It loads up and gets me to like the press start screen on Luigi's Mansion. Definitely fell asleep. <laughs> Didn't even start it. The wife's oh, like, man. put your switch away before you fucking drop it. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah, but good out, call there, coconut. Outer Wilds has been, or Outer Worlds, I'm sorry, has been the only thing that I've been playing. And honestly, I keep wanting to go back to that game. I went back to it. T- um, I went back to it today. And I didn't need to. I was just I was just trophy hunting. Yeah, I love that w- game. What do you what What was your bus scale on it? Um, I I think I said sixty eight or seventy. Okay. I don't remember 68 now. Sixty eight out of seventy four buses. I think so is what I gave it. I, I it's been at least an hour since I said what I said, but I think it was like sixty eight is what I gave it. Um, I man, this is knocking on the goatee door. 
Like this that's, is that's crazy. This is truly knocking on the goatee door. Here's the thing: is I didn't. I mean, if I were to really try to like nitpick the fuck out of it, I didn't use the the slowdown system a whole lot, so that didn't make a whole lot of difference to me. Well, that that was because it they they suck at it. Well. Like, no, I mean, it wasn't good. It, it was fun. No, it was fine. Like, if you look at it, it is way better than VATS because it's way more instantaneous to tell you, like, percentages of what you're doing and what you're hitting and what you're crippling and what you're blinding and all that. So if you break yeah, it down next to VATS. It's just so fast. But that's, I, I mean, I don't care how fast it is. I didn't need to use it because of how well they let me build up my companions. Yeah, I just always liked in Fallout games with VATS how it's like, y- you could like, okay, I'm going to snipe this dude in the head, then I'm going to go to this dude and snipe him in the sure. head. Sure. Like you, I, I you just like that the stop of, of combat of like okay I'm gonna switch between these guys and go pop pop pop, you know yep, almost exactly almost right. like that first Dragon Red Age, Daddy. almost like that first Dragon Age where you could pause and kind of maneuver your combat a little bit more. Um, yeah, and Red Dead is like yeah, that, a little bit know, of Red Dead. Dead yeah, so I didn't. I mean, I didn't really have a lot of time in in Outer Worlds where I was just not having a good time. Like I didn't care about the loading screen all that much. Um, one of the guys in the other. Sh- I thought it actually loaded pretty fast. I don't. Yeah, you know, I, don't I mean, know it definitely. It, it definitely doesn't load all that well. There's some times okay. that the loads are, especially towards the end game, where you're bouncing in and out of the ship. It seems like quite often. It seems yeah, like yeah. it's a lot. But that that does seem like it might be a PlayStation thing. It then, didn't because it, on Xbox it's pretty fast. Didn't bother me. Um, the characters are all really well fleshed out. The world feels great. The the enemies feel good. The abilities you get are great. The through line itself is probably the biggest nitpick I have. Like I mentioned it last week, you don't really know what the story is yet. Um, and even yeah. at the end of it, the story is just kind of like whatever. Everything It's all about the journey to get there. The The actual mission that you're on itself is kind of like, eh. But everything leading up to that moment is really what matters, and that's the fun of the game. Right. And I, it, boy, did it. It really got me. It was so good. Um, I, I'm interested, you know, cause I, I'm like kind of not a completionist per se, but like, I like to clear shit out. Like I like to do all the side quests and kind of min max my character and shit like that. Mm. So uh, I'll be interested to see how this story starts to wrap up because, uh, so far, like it, it's pretty blah. Like I know that I got woken up, but more or less, I haven't heard shit about that ship I was on and, um, you know, like I know I went to get some chemicals to like help the Wake doctor. Yeah, but I am intrigued to maybe restart um, and turn that motherfucker that's, in. That's right where away I'm at right now. Like, do I restart and just turn him in right away just to see what the story is at that point? Like, what changes? Two, two to three hours. Like, you would know within a couple hours if yeah, what's going to be the different, same path right? or not. I mean, it has to be because realistically, like everything you're doing is for him. Like, so it it is weird to think like I could turn this. It, it makes me think that like, if I just turn on him, he's going to escape and right. You know, the story will change it, a little just, bit. Right. Exactly. So I don't know. I have been watching quite a bit of shit actually. So like I watched the entire Jack Ryan season two on Amazon, uh, real fucking good. You guys like, listen, people, you need to watch Jack Ryan on Amazon. John Krasinski, he he kills it. I love John Krasinski. I haven't watched much of the Amazon uh, original programming, like Man in the High Castle. Um, really good. Goliath was really good. The new season came out recently, and that there was, was really a good, too. a couple other British ones that I just never watched. Yeah. 
Um, they have they have some pretty decent stuff, quite honestly. Like uh, Sneaky Pete is another good oh, yeah. one. Sneaky Pete, a lot of people seem to um, like. Yep. I'm trying to think of what else. There was that John Goodman thing where he's like the politician. What, what, I watched. Was the that Amazon one. one with uh, the dude from Arrested Development? Was that him? Uh, Will Artell? No, no, no. Uh, the father, where he was like playing a gay oh. person. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Oh, I can't think of. I it. can't think of yes, what it's called though. though. Uh, the only thing I can think of when you're talking about old gay guys is Grace and Frankie on Netflix, which is really good as well. You love your Grace um, and Frankie. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I rewatched the entire Parks and Rec series in the last couple weeks. Real good. I restarted The Office because why fuck not? Me, right? Yep, why not? Yeah. Uh, I did watch the first season entirely of Living With Yourself. Yeah. Um, how, how far in did we you just, get? We just got through the first episode, episode yep. It it gets fucking weird, man. I love it. Um, I love that. It it gets really weird. Uh, I there's something about his wife that like I want to I want to fuck her. Is she British or is she Australian? I don't she's she's Irish. Is she Irish? Okay. Um, yeah, and she starts to become more prevalent in the story, and just like God damn, she's hot as fuck. Yeah, we, like I said, we um, only got through the first episode, but I would like to. I you know I, I periodically watch The Good Place, but nothing to like right okay. home about I, I do like that show a lot though i started watching um the best all-time SummerSlam matches sure just because you know yeah. i'm i'm a whore for old so you watch you watch cena and lesnar i did watch cena nope you didn't and... watch cena and lesnar. no i did not i watched cena and punk cena punk's good um i watched triple h and who was it that was in the ladder? Oh, The Rock and Triple H, and they had a ladder match uh, for the Intercontinental title. Um, I haven't gotten that far into it. Uh, Taker and Stone Cold was a good match that same year. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, don't owe me. It wasn't bad. But I just want to see some badass shit, so that's kind of where I'm at with old WWE stuff. Um, I'm going to try to finish The Outer Worlds this weekend um cat's quest too though like out of nowhere i wasn't expecting it to be this good but it's a real fucking fun game um it's an rpg do you ever play cat's quest one no i did for a little bit and i had a good time with it as well but it's just a really charming cute rpg it's actually pretty fucking big and long for a phone game and i downloaded it actually on the apple tv and and finally this is the first game that made me like sync up a controller oh, yeah. to the Apple TV. It looks and plays amazing. Hey, well, so I mean, now and you're in your like staying where at the pussy cave, <laughs> the puss cave. Yeah. yeah, there's the I mean, you know what? The golf's pretty punny. Uh, this game is pretty punny with the uh, is it, puns. Is it like, pretty punny? Oh, oh, yeah. These guys are pawful. These guys are, you know, uh, perfect. And, and just. Up. That they're laying it on, man. Because like basically the whole premise is you're a cat and a dog, and you have two characters that you can switch between, or you can play co-op, and everybody plays one. Um, but more or less, like the dog's kind of more of a melee, the cat's kind of more of a magic user. You know, you you level up your gear. There's not really skills to speak of, so it's all just equipment based. But it's pretty good. Um, when I sat there and, and I looked, don't, well, when I sat there and looked at Cat Quest because it got really good reviews when uh, Apple Arcade launched, it just yeah. it looked like it was too much of a time sink for me. Is the reason I kind of shied away from it. 
Kind of, sort of. I would bet that I've put in the last, just this week, I probably put 10 or 12 hours into it. Um, it goes fast, though. Like, I, you know, I'm already like level 60 or something out of 100. Um, but it's it's your typical, it's a very standard RPG formula. Like, go kill these animals, get this quest, go to this little dungeon thing. Like, repetitive. Solve this little puzzle. Yeah, but it's but just rewarding? So fucking charming. It is, yeah, yeah, and it's charming. Um, that's the big thing I like about it is it's just, you know, they make little noises. They don't have voices or anything, but it's like meow meow. It's like just fucking. Charming. I, I was gonna say I, got, I love a good uh, amount of charm. You know when those yeah. games go. But that's it. I mean, any any walk-ons for the week? You know we're we're headed into uh, headed into another week where college football is going to be a big deal for me. Um, we play Oklahoma. I have the Iowa State Cyclones take on Oklahoma Saturday night yeah. in Norman. Um, so big primetime game for the Cyclones. Pretty okay. pretty nervous about that after we had a bye week last week. But we'll see how we show up on national television. Um, you know, we, we I don't know. We talked about this last week, but the uh, the the Nationals won the World Series. Oh yeah, we, which, no, we didn't. That talk was about crazy. That. We didn't talk about sports. Yeah, that was um, crazy. Um, seeing the home the home team lost every every game. fucking game in the World Series. Um, but the Nationals got the the dub. They got the World Series, yep. Uh, yep. which is crazy. The year after they got rid of, or rather, Bryce Harper left, was the year they got a super uh, a Super Bowl, uh, World Series uh, uh, rings. Um, that's that is just so funny. That's pretty funny to me. Um, I mean. Do you want the ring or do you want like the 130 million? And I don't know. Winning is way more important to me than all that money. Oh, you might. I don't know if you're going to say that in 30 years, though. Uh, with the legacy you're going to build? Probably. Yeah. When you were already getting paid enough money from the, the Nationals, you could have just stuck it out. Yeah, I think so. That is true. Well, you never know, though. Like, if you'd have stayed there, would they have done it? I think so. I don't think anything would really would have changed. I really don't. Pitching is what got yeah. them there. You know, their, That's their, for sure. their offense really clicked, and I think it would just would have added with him. And he was out a lot this yep. year with injuries anyway. So, um, yeah, he was. yeah you, got, you got that. You got uh, the Ravens handing uh, the, the Patriots their first loss of the year, which looked awesome. Lamar Jackson yeah. is the real deal. I'm, I'm buying in. You know, like you I, were a little I skeptical first, first part of the year. I, I told everybody that bothered to listen that, like, until they get to week four – and they've played a few good teams, and they get past the Chiefs. Like, I'm not buying into it. And at that point in the season, I was like, eh. but then Lamar seems to turn it on. And, and they've they've faced the best defense in the league versus – and they faced the worst defense in the league. So, it's like – I mean, I don't know where else you go. It's it's the real deal. Like, he's – He is the real deal. Legit. you got a great running back behind him, uh, decent receivers. I mean, yeah. the, the Ravens should go pretty far. The Broncos uh, last week or two weeks ago, rather, blew it against the Colts uh, – Got beat on the last second field goal. However, this week they ended up pulling out the dub against the Jaguars, and that was exciting. Yep. Um, yep. So, you know, well, more life to come for that uh, as far as that goes. Basketball in full swing. The Cyclones played their first basketball game and, and got a W, uh, and the NBA is uh, is also in full swing. Steph Curry probably out for a good long time after like breaking his fucking hand or his wrist or something last week. That's Yeah, that was kind of wicked. That was a gnarly fall. Yeah, it was. Um, very unfortunate. Like I like I like Steph. I, I like the Golden State Warriors, you know. Steve Kerr, Iowa, go yeah. for it. I like Kerr. I um, don't know that I like some of the people that are on that team, but I like Steph. He's fine. Well, and he was the only returning player Draymond. I think. 
Draymond Green. Oh, Draymond. Yeah, that's right. Draymond's yeah. there. So, yeah, that's pretty – it's a different team. It is. Man, it's a different team. It is. Uh, that's, really, sports is kind of really the last it. big thing for, for walk-ons for me. It's uh, we'll, we'll see what the, the weekend brings for us. Yeah, who do you guys got this weekend uh, for the, the Broncos? Broncos are on bye. Broncos are on a week nine bye, huh? Yeah, Broncos are on bye this week. That's pretty interesting. I'm pretty sure that we have the Bengals in Cincinnati. I do believe you do with that. Um, the, with the Bengals starting a rookie. Yeah, but it's like, that's a trap game, dude. You ever heard of the curse of Sposta? No. So I have this theory, right? And they're supposed to on, win. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, the curse of Sposta, and I I've heard it around a little bit but i i still maintain that i came up with it anyway it's the curse of sposta uh tom brady patriots 19 and 0 going into the super bowl you're supposed to win that game right Right. but you don't uh you know anytime you're supposed to do something that's the curse of sposta and and you usually a lot of times with especially call i see a lot in college you play to your your uh your team that you're playing against, right? The the Hawkeyes right. get caught doing it quite a bit. The Cyclones have done it. A lot of teams do play it. Down where to the level you play, the you play down or up to the level of the team that you're playing, which is why I'm kind of hoping that the Cyclones can do something on Saturday. But um, a lot of times, yeah. Like, yeah, I know you is tough, man. Jalen Hurts, he brings it. That's for sure, yeah. Top pick probably in the draft. So. Uh, I don't know about top pick. I'm not sure that he's going to do anything in the NFL, but he he does look good in college, that's for sure. I think that's a wrap, D-Rock. Uh, with technical difficulties and all. Uh, for the DTS podcast, I'm Tony. We never even introduced this goddamn show, but I'm Derek. That's fine. <laughs> we out here. That just means we out here, though. That's right. We that's out right. here. We out here. Didn't even fucking intro the show. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's funny. <laughs>